just going to get on math and move to Florida, and that way I don't have to pay for car inspection. Yeah, but then you'll have to pay for meth, so you're negating your savings. <laughs> well, not if I shoot and stab people <laughs> for money. I don't drive a car. I ride a crocodile to work. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Heroes, Villains, and Rock and Roll. That might be the best intro we have ever done. I'm not going to have to cut anything. I'm not going to have to find some interesting piece of the podcast in the middle of the podcast. I'm just going to cut it right where I say welcome and let the intro play out. That's That was, that was fantastic. <laughs> that was great. Okay. All right. Well, we are on episode uh, 13. Um, lucky 13. Lucky 13. Here we are. Um, as we so have the, been good good go i was gonna say the, the, i love the first item on the docket for this show is jeff watched mood Fox. so listen <laughs> this is this particular podcast is probably going to be a lot of just me ranting about Please. shit that i am unhappy with I will, i'm here I, for it but I'll drink it in yes. before before we get into moonfall i just want to say about a drink i tried have has anyone else tried the Pepsi Nitro yet? No, no, okay. I have not. Well, that was the can that you heard open. I'm not a I'm not a soda enthusiast. So. Okay, well, I am. I drink a lot, of it. and uh, I have some things to say about about this this Pepsi fucking Nitro bullshit. Whoa! I looked up the can. It does look cool. The logo is very neat. However, if you like normal Pepsi. Just the way that it tastes, the way that it feels on your mouth, <laughs> then I would not recommend Pe Pepsi Nitro. Now, caveat. If you like flat Pepsi, like Pepsi that has maybe sat around for several weeks yes, with the top off, you know what I mean? Just no lid, just yeah. a two liter bottle sitting. Yes. Pepsi Nitro is for you. Oh, okay. So there are the... bubbles, but it, the, it 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 tastes like flat Pepsi. Allegedly, there are bubbles. Hmm. I can see the what bubbles. Is... It has a head on it. Like there is a head. Like a, it's a beer. Yeah. Anyway. What is the the gimmick with Pepsi Nitro? What is the it raison d'être? Is... It is nitrogen infused cola, smaller bubbles, smoother taste. That, that is would the, be my guess. That is the tagline. Eighty-nine percent so, rocket fuel. So, so it's, it's like Pepsi nitro. Guinness. Yeah, so it's like Guinness or nitro cold brew or or something like that. So exactly, and so the the idea of nitro, at least in coffee, is the nitrogen specifically reacts with the molecules of the coffee and brings out the caffeine content as well as making it smoother, it, it tones down the acid. So it is a higher caffeine content uh, with a faster reaction in your body than what it would normally be. Now, I can imagine that being the same with Pepsi. That said, if you're drinking Pepsi for the caffeine, you've got an issue. Because it's just not, that's not why you drink Pepsi. You drink Pepsi because it tastes good, right? This does not, right. I mean, it doesn't taste bad. But if you like that, like, bubbly feeling in your mouth, this isn't the drink for you. Anyway. Meth and Pepsi, you get the same effect. That's, sure. 
Sure. You're all about the meth tonight, huh? He's just it. Holy up. shit. It was, a, it was a real weird day. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try meth? Uh, I can't say that I have. I should have, though. You're just, for reference for our listeners, it is 8.22 p.m. on the East Coast where we record, most of us record this, and he just woke up. On, on I, a Wednesday. I worked from 5.45 a.m. until 2.15 p.m. and then dozed off for about an hour and a half after work. So kiss kiss my ass. I am working a grown-up shift. So but, am I, and I don't take naps. You're not working a 10-hour shift. And you're not working four 10-hour shifts a day. I do. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> I'd love to know uh, how you spend four 10-hour shifts you a day. For that. <laughs> I, work, I work that at my normal day job, John. <laughs> my my normal job, uh, the business aside. I'm not aside, saying that you're not. Yeah. I'm saying that Foreman isn't. He's going to um, just gloss right past that like he didn't say it, so we'll just let him go. Anyway, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk shit on Moonfall, okay? Mm, so, has anybody else seen this yet? No. Don't. I have not. Don't. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. So, here's here's what I have to say about Moonfall. I went into it optimistic. You know, mm. I like Roland Emmerich's f- films in general. I like them. Mm-hmm. Even like 2012 is a guilty pleasure for me i enjoy watching that movie it's fun it's it's quacky you know if if you go into it looking for a yeah if you like if you're looking for a serious movie it's not for you that's not what that movie's about but if you're just looking for a fun time with you know john cusack fucking around and you know woody harrison shows up for no real reason cool um moonfall is not that that's not what that movie is if you were to go to the Wikipedia or any reputable site that would show the cast members, <laughs> it's easy not... for you to look at the cast of this movie and say, wow, this should be fucking good. Like Patrick Wilson, Halle Berry, Michael Pena is in it. John Bradley from uh, uh, House of Cards is in it. Uh, Donald Sutherland makes an appearance in this movie. Um, but it is, it is not good. There is not a single minute of this film that I would watch again. Not even the end credits. It was so bad. I can tell you that at least three points throughout the movie while I was watching it, I looked at my watch and asked myself, when did I start watching this? Because it has to be over soon, right? Liz came down, my wife, came down into our basement as I was watching this at the midway point and actually asked if I was okay. <laughs> because I, every five or ten minutes, would just be like, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> it was atrocious. The plot makes absolutely no sense. The editing is so hastily done that they may cut several weeks in the film and not tell you that that's what they did. (laughs) There is one point where they are at some military base out in Colorado, and they are preparing for this, you know, world-saving mission where they're going to launch a rocket, and they cut a week 
and don't tell you that that's what they did. Okay, and it okay. happens in a jump cut. But, but in, in reality, you signed up for a movie called Moonfall. Did you expect logic? Did you, <laughs> did you I, expect I wasn't, reason? I wasn't looking for logic. No, because the movie in itself, the storyline of it is batshit crazy. You know that going in. It just doesn't, you know, it doesn't make sense. It's it's a, an awesome conspiracy theory. Like, I really enjoy that particular part of the story uh, because it had that potential to be, like, again, like 2012, this quirky, fun, like, oh, yeah, the moon isn't real. Sick. Uh, but that's not what this, that he missed the mark. He, like, it's it's almost like, it's almost like Roland Emmerich didn't know the movie he was making. It, it is so much worse than any review that I've read has given it credit for, including wow. that one that we talked about last week where it's like, if you cut out the first two hours of the movie, it's good. No, yeah, that's, that's false. That's false. That don't, don't, don't think that the last third of this movie is good. It's not. It's <laughs> not. There is no part of it that's any good. None of it makes sense. It should not have been made. And I don't know what executive made the decision to say and just said, you know what? Let me give you, let me hold on, let me get the number right. Let me give you $138 million oh my God, to make heaven. this movie. Um let, let me write you the check. You you make this this I believe in this. It was awful. Awful. Honestly, in I I I I I implore you to not see this movie. Even <laughs> if you want to see a bad movie, watch a different bad movie. Watch something that you know is bad and funny. This is neither. It takes itself so seriously. The only bright spot to this movie is John Bradley, who plays a conspiracy theorist. Um, he's the, the guy that was... Um, he plays Samwell Tarly. Oh, on, Tarly. Yeah, on Game of Thrones. He is also the comedic relief and is just fantastic um, because he just says the most off-the-wall shit. But Patrick Wilson takes himself so seriously. Halle Berry's performance is so flat. Have you? Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a movie where Michael Pena is bad? I don't think I've seen a movie Not with Michael Not off the top Pena. of my head. I have. I have. It's called Moonfall. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's it is the worst movie I have ever seen in my life, and we have watched some real humdingers. It is the worst movie I have ever seen, ever, bar none. It its runtime is 130 minutes, and I I honest oh to God, God I felt like I feel like it's double that. I truly believe that it's four hours, and this number is wrong because it felt all <laughs> of it. Every minute felt like 130 minutes. In fact, it felt more like 260. Would you say that it felt like it was edited by an AI? Yeah. No. Maybe. Yeah. So you know how, like, when they, you know how, like, when they, when they make AI write movies, like, you know, you, you, you program yeah. several yes. scripts in, and okay, now write a movie. That's actually what it feels like. Like, okay, let me see if I can find this. Someone did. Moonfall. When you're <laughs> here, you're here. It it when you when you're here, you're family. It was <laughs> so bad. So everyone is familiar with Fallout, uh, Fallout Four, the game Fallout Four, right? 
-hmm. somewhat somewhat familiar of it. I'm just going to toss some some images in our little chat here, uh, so you guys can see. So this is an actual shot from the game. Okay. Okay, another actual shot from the game. This is just to illustrate how this is this is a, an analogy for how moon moonfall. So. Uh, so someone had the the AI, uh, an AI system or whatever, create concept art for Fallout 4, and this is what they came up with. This is the AI concept art. So that's in there now. Okay. So that's how Moonfall feels. Like, there is a story in there somewhere. But you can't make it out. You're not really sure what you're looking at or watching. And if you stare at it long enough, it'll probably give you a headache. <laughs> That's how Moonfall felt to me. Um, again, by f I mean, there, there is no contest. And we, this is, we used to do this for fun on the weekends, is sit down and watch a bad movie. I have never seen a movie that is worse than it because it's oh. not there is there. It's just it takes itself so seriously and it's so hard to follow. Normally, not to cut you off, but normally no. that's that's part of that's one of the ingredients that you need for a good bad movie is that they right. have to, it has to be an earnest effort. It has to be yes. done sincerely it, it, like and that's it's funny to me that you're saying that it felt that way, but it was still just so bad oh it was atrocious i will probably get drunk and watch it at some point in the near future <laughs> it, 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 uh, I, I, despite I, being advised strongly to the contrary that you should not godspeed it, it I, I i seriously caution you not to spend any amount of time on that movie watch the batman instead I'm watch do you know no, you know what watch watch go back and fucking watch 2012 you'll enjoy yourself more I mean, that goes without saying. I'll put 2012 oh. on any day of the week. Um, it is. It is not. It is very, very bad. <laughs> it is very, very bad. Very bad. Okay. So that's uh, that's my review of Moonfall. Uh, I give it zero out of five stars. Um, and I truly oh, wish. I truly wish that I could figure out a way to get that time back. Um, <laughs> It is worth inventing time travel just to just to say that I never watched it. That's awesome. It's also worth mentioning that it did not make its budget, or even anywhere close to it. Um, it was up against Jackass Forever, um, and yeah, those guys just shit on this movie. <laughs> just yeah, I w <laughs> beat the hell out of it. Good. Good. I concur. Um, uh, I I do not. This is not in any way, shape, or form. I'm not trying to pivot or segue into another thing. I just want to mention quickly on a moon-related note, Jeff. I I wholeheartedly agree with you about Moon Knight. I watched the fucking first episode and I was ten times more confused by anything uh, that was. Happening. See, I'm, that's yeah. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. I've I've watched every trailer they've released. <laughs> I still don't know what the. I don't know what it's about. <laughs> with every new piece of media that comes out, I just get thrown further and into. <laughs> a proverbial hell of confusion um, i can't do it no 
I, I don't care. Night, I don't man. care where it goes from here. But anyway, I, yeah, I, it's I truly respect days. Oscar Isaac, but um, oh, he's just trying to get that Marvel money. I don't. I don't fault him. But like, like I, I can't. I can't do that to myself two weeks in a row. Speaking of um, Disney Plus shows, uh, th- this is <laughs> Grandpa DiCarlo's physical media corner. Have you <laughs> have you seen that Disney Plus is now starting to edit their films? I did. Or t- yeah. and TV shows, and they are also fucking with the color grades and stuff mm-hmm. on the fly. It's not even like this is a new edition or a special edition or like it, like it's the new. It's like a Lucas thing. Yeah. Um, that's pretty crazy. I, I saw Falcon and Winter Soldier was yes. one of the things. They cut blood they out, were, right? It was like gore. Uh-huh. It, was a de- it was a dead body that was bloody, and they were dead, and they had their eyes open, and they digitally took out all the blood, and then they digitally closed their eyes. Well, now, to be fair, that also may just be on the PG-13 because they have that mature version now. I'm almost okay with that. Um but you know, politically, it's okay to treat gays as second-class citizens. Well, but we don't want any exactly, blood in our problem. goddamn streaming service. Fuck. Oh, him. okay. I was really confused. I was like, I didn't know. Th- I didn't finish Falcon and Winter Soldier. I didn't know there was an anti-gay <laughs> subplot. <laughs> strong. It comes out of nowhere. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like a last-minute note. Yeah, it's very, very strange. Um, so, so while we're on the topic of Marvel, this is something that I actually saw right before we uh, convened here tonight. Uh, I happened to notice that Spider-Man 4 was trending on uh, on Twitter, and I just clicked on it. I wasn't re- If it was going to be about Tom Holland, I wasn't going to write it down, but it wasn't about Tom Holland. It was about Sam Raimi. And uh, they specifically, I guess, had have interviewed him in the lead-up to, uh, you know, press for, for Doctor Strange. And one of the things that he was asked was, if given the opportunity, would you come back and do Spider-Man 4? with Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst and, you know, that cast, obviously probably aside from James Franco. um, But would you, would you come back and do it? And he said, never say never. I love Tobey. I love Kirsten. And, you know, that basically established the superhero genre. So I would, I would really like to come back to it. Uh, And now that we know that, you know, Tobey Maguire lives on and there's, there's an option for it. I would not be at all surprised if you see a Sinister Six get shit-canned and have a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 4 pop up on the radar in the next few years. Do you think Do you think Tobey Maguire is going to show up in Multiverse of Madness? Probably. I don't know. I so I've seen I've seen all the stuff about Superior Iron Man. I don't know. I I don't really want to get into too many spoilers because I think that uh, some things are going to be, you know, people would get angry if we start talking about that, and I don't know how much you guys have seen, but um, we obviously know that that Patrick Stewart is in the movie. If you've seen the trailer, you, you've heard his voice, um, and it seems like the the you know the the I don't know remember the name of the council that they're they sit on, but um, it seems like that's going to show up, and one of the characters that's in that is is Iron Man. Um, and there's this really interesting theory about Iron Man and Captain America uh, popping up in this movie, but not played by Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans. Right. Yes. I I, I heard rumblings of that. Yes. And I I'm I'm I believe it. I'm gonna be honest. I 100% believe that that's happening. 
I mean, that's, I mean, if it is who, I mean, who we assume it is based on the knowledge we have of those movies knocking them off the ground for so long, that would be pretty fucking crazy. If yeah. And uh, that's, like, very on brand for Marvel right now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what they're, kind of what they're doing is, you know, bringing out those, if it could have happened, here's what would have. You know what I mean? Like with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming back as Spider-Man, like getting their their swan songs. Maybe you know, at, at this point, there might be enough fan interest that you do see another Amazing Spider-Man, or you do see Spider-Man Four. Um, especially because Sony still has the rights to that character, so they could literally have Tom Holland be the MCU Spider-Man and make their own Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I think people. Are, are have um they're being uh, I still haven't seen the latest Spider-Man um but there th- it they seems do. that people have been going a lot easier on Andrew Garfield because apparently he's like as Spider-Man in the movie he's like hey he's not that bad he was just in a couple terrible movies by people that didn't understand the character yeah um so I wouldn't I wouldn't I I, I don't know I wouldn't He's very much the Roger Moore Spider-Man, in my opinion. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's and it's tough when you follow Tobey Maguire, and those movies were so passionately loved. I mean, by by the four of us included. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. those are those those are the quintessential s- superhero movies, especially Spider-Man Two. That's probably one of my favorite super superhero movies of all time. Yeah, that's a moment. there. There is a small subset of the actually people who uh th- like are not fans of the Toby and like people our age people whose opinions I respected yeah um that say that well, Toby Maguire just looked too old he was too old and he oh. didn't seem like Peter Parker and I I just I didn't oh. like those movies like green like they they make the the argument that you know the green goblin looks like a power rangers villain and it's like who cares come on that's not what Matt that's like, what the- you're worried about that's what you're focused on hey there are go now you have fucking amazing spider-man if you want to go watch you know comic book yeah. accurate characters do awful stupid things that make that, no sense that's a perfect that that's a great point i i i do not understand the the class of fandom that will take comic book accuracy over good filmmaking yeah i don't get that i don't no. get people who say like they don't like you know spider-man 2 because of his suit or something and, and or <laughs> yeah and on the, on the flip side people that are like people who will watch a trailer or watch like a like a or like you know like look at a, a screen grab of something from a set and be like this movie's gonna be great because yeah. he looks like the character in the comic like who gives a shit like yeah. i don't care i mean those are the same people that you know, probably talked shit on the MCU in the very beginning because none of it really looked like the comics. Like the Iron Man, the Iron Man armor in Iron Man One didn't really resemble anything close to what Iron Man was wearing in the comics. And it, I mean, there was the color scheme was the same, but the design was made to be modern. And you know, what's funny is now you have the MCU influencing the the artistic direction of the comics. So it's not even you know, it's it's. You know, source has inspired source, so to speak. You know, yeah. if, like if, if movies are successful, by and large, comic book companies will follow suit. The same thing happened when Keaton took over as Bat. You know, became Batman. Yes, one hundred percent. So, 
Yeah, you started um, seeing a more a, a darker tone to the comics, not just in the graphic novels, but the actual you know weekly yeah. releases. Some of the Batman lines even made him gave him a black suit for a while. Like it mm-hmm. just if it's popular, that's what they do. Yeah, I not um, popular, then it doesn't. I I I I to 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 kind of booknote this a little bit. You know, I I I honestly think that a either one of those two uh, actors, whether that be Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield, um, if 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 Sony's willing to make a movie with them, I'm pretty sure that I would be in the audience to see it. Like I I didn't really care for the Amazing Spider-Man two. The the first movie I was okay with because I I felt like it was better than Spider-Man three, and it was a you know another fresh take, but. Um, I, I would, I would probably be, be in line to see, you know, either one, uh, of a return of those two because they were so good in No Way Home. I, I'm curious. I, I, I haven't watched it in a while, but The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is kind of one of my go-to big budget bad movies. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I get a kick out of what, like, that is such 90s Schumacher level comic book movie. I I remember when I was working in a movie theater, I was a manager at a movie theater and we used to hold press screenings and there was a press screening of Amazing Spider-Man 2 and I had to work that day and I came in early and I asked my GM like, "Hey, can I, you know, like can I sit in the back of the press screening and watch it?" And they were like, "Yeah, sure." And about halfway through, it was like me and then like maybe like four or five press people like down to closer to the to the screen and my gm came in and said like oh god um what is that about <laughs> they're like you are laughing really hard people are complaining <laughs> that's great what a train yeah. wreck i don't know that's Jamie Foxx in that movie is just on a whole fucking new like uh, uh, I, I what a baffling insane like beautiful performance. <laughs> very clear that no one told him no the entire time. No. Right? Yeah. It very much felt like he was doing an in living color skit. <laughs> and <laughs> nobody had the heart to tell him not to do it. And I love too how they bring him like he comes back for for what's this one No Way Home? No, no Way, way Home. home. These yeah. home movies, yeah, we um, gotta, they need to change. We got to just call it Spider-Man Three or something. Yeah, <laughs> but when he came back in No Way Home, they're like, "Oh yeah, no, he's not that version anymore." Yeah, yeah, different guy, different guy. Don't worry about that. He's Pay not no an attention to the man behind the curtain <laughs> with the gap tooth and the receding hairline and the comb over. Um, so <laughs> I, I I will let's let's shift gears just a bit to to DC. Uh, I know we mentioned it last week, but I saw something interesting again on Twitter today. Um, so Ezra Miller was arrested last week for being Ezra Miller, um, <laughs> uh, punching punching a fan who was probably just trying to get an autograph or say, "Hey, I really enjoyed your performance." Um, just you know, generally being a fan of Ezra Miller will get you punched in the face by Ezra Miller. Um, so there, there's a rumor going around that uh, that Grant Gustin, who who plays the Flash on the Flash TV show um, could potentially replace Ezra Miller in the Flash movie uh, by the end of it because DC may want to consider getting rid of Ezra Miller since he's been so, you know full of bad press since 
essentially day one because um, he keeps punching his fans in the face. Uh, well, and, and two, they, I, I was reading something that then Ezra Miller charged into someone's house. I think it was the people involved in that original bat at that karaoke club charged into their house like stole their passport threatened to murder them Jesus christ bullshit from them and and the town in hawaii the police in in the town in the hawaii that ezra miller was at said that they had over the course of ezra miller's time there they had received over 10 separate um complaints to the police about ezra miller specifically wow like <laughs> This is, like, what a lunatic. Like, at what point does DC just say, you know what, man, we're good. Thanks. We're, we're finished here. I like, guess I know we're about that to find out. Th they're going to have to release The Flash, because the fucking movie has been finished for, like, two years now. Um, and they keep just pushing it back, because that's what DC does. They can't, you know, get their shit together. But it's going to come out. Like, the movie is going to release. They're not just going to cancel it. They have, you know at this point, hundreds of millions of dollars into it, but, you know, it, it, if DC didn't suck so bad, I would say this rumor is entirely plausible uh, to take the successful actor with that they've built on the TV platform and move him into the film and just say, okay, that, don't worry about that other guy. <laughs> We're and, don't worry about yeah. it. And the show established that, that Ezra Miller's Flash is a multiverse or infinite Earth, I guess, version of the Flash, I mean Ezra Miller shows up on showed up on the TV show for like a hot minute, so it wouldn't be completely. I don't know. <clears throat> I really like. I I haven't caught up with the Flash in a while. I need to rewatch it, but he Green Justice is good. You know, um, he's a good boy. I, here here's what I'll say about that. I don't have a whole lot because I'm not I'm not really in the know when it comes to the Flash, but I've seen enough of the television show, and I've I've seen more than a fuck enough of Ezra Miller and his bullshit movie version of the flash um i don't know anything about the flash but i can tell you that based on um grant gustin's portrayal that makes me want to know more that makes him seem like an interesting character and ezra's miller that Mel ezra miller's portrayal that makes me want to fucking put a nail through my temple <laughs> um I'll, I'll take grant gustin i i just i he was the well like the worst part of a bad movie of a terrible movie for me like every time he was on oh. screen, I'm like, just shut up, just yeah, shut nails up. on a chalkboard reaction. Crunch. And that was and that was really before that I like I knew that the dude was a real dickhead. You know what I mean? Like I didn't like him before, but I definitely don't want to see him now. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like that's it, enough it, for me yeah. to stay away from the Flash, even even knowing full well that my favorite Batman <laughs> is going to be on screen again. Michael Keaton is going to put on the cowl. I'm not going to see that movie because I don't want to see Ezra Miller. Maybe he's doing all this shit to get fired from DC. Maybe he was locked into a contract that he couldn't get out of otherwise. <laughs> Maybe, but I'm pretty sure he's just it an seems asshole. extreme. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I. Um, I mean, I I'm so confused by what DC and Warner Brothers is doing with any of these properties anyway that it's just like. All, all bets are off. I mean, but it's weird because did anyone watch Peacemaker? No. Mm -mm. Uh, so I, I don't. This isn't really a big spoiler or anything. But 
but there is um in the finale of peacemaker you see a couple like justice league members that were obviously like shot on a green screen or with like um with like stand-ins superman is just in the sky like backlit so you don't even see his feet oh yeah i i did i i think i saw that scene but ezra ezra miller and uh, and um Jason Momoa are, are in it, and Ezra Miller's doing their Ezra, Ezra Miller stuff, and it's um, it's just, you know, it's it's doesn't it's Jason totally, Momoa literally just say "fuck you, Barry"? Yeah, because because Peacemaker keeps spreading a rumor. This is very like boys esque, but um, Peacemaker starts spreading a rumor that Aquaman has sex with fish. <laughs> And, and the Flash is like, yeah, he, he, he like go fuck a fish or something, and Aquaman's like, fuck you, Barry, which is just like weird too, because it's like now you're like kind of like, not only are you like crossing like genres, but you're crossing like tones now and stuff, and it, it is, it, it, it like, it was cool with the Justice League in it because it did kind of answer that question that a lot of comic book movies have, where it's like. Why don't you send in the Justice League? Why don't you send in the Avengers? Like, why the fuck are these like weirdos trying to take down a super monster? And the conceit of the uh, the conceit of the finale is uh, spoiler alert. Um, the conceit of the finale is like Peacemaker and his team like save the day basically, and then the Justice League show up and they're like, "Where's the fight?" And Peacemaker's like, fuck you, we already did it. And they just walk <laughs> away. Um, uh, they're like, or I think Peacemaker says something like, you're fucking late or something like <laughs> that. And they're just kind of standing in this like, in this like war zone trying to figure out like what to do now because they were late. But, um, but yeah, like now you're like getting like Aquaman saying like, saying fuck you and shit and like Flash being like, yeah, he's fucks fish i know he fucks fish it's like, what is going on what is your movie what are movies um i i i've always maintained the unpopular opinion that dc dc should just fucking sell superman batman maybe green lantern to marvel and call it a day like in general <laughs> just everything just call it a fucking day they won't that's sell batman you- they won't no, sell they Batman. Won't, no, that's their tentpole fucking property. It's the only one they can get right. The only thing they have. And based on and based on that Miss Marvel trailer, they're just turning Miss Marvel into their version of Green Lantern. Um which I don't know a ton about Miss Marvel, but apparently she doesn't have Green Lantern powers, but in the TV show she's going to have Green Lantern powers. Um yeah. So I yeah, the the Ezra Miller thing is very interesting because it's there were a lot of people that were like Ezra Miller is the best thing about this movie. Like yeah, seriously. I can't, like it's it is nails on a chalkboard. It's it's that constant. It's that like Paul Feig, Judd Apatow thing where it's like say mm-hmm. stuff, keep yeah. saying stuff. That's funny. Keep going. Yeah. Um, Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. Yeah. Brunch. <laughs> keep talking yes. about brunch. 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 It's the quantity, not quality, approach to comedy. Exactly. Right. Set up a camera, fucking hit record, and go to town. We don't have to pay for film anymore, boys. To be fair, that's literally what we do on a weekly basis. So, um, here's a here's here's We're something not con- paid millions of dollars. <laughs> Except millions. <laughs> um, so we're gonna talk a little bit about Star Wars, but we're not gonna about ta- talk about Star Wars like we typically talk about Star. Oh, uh, can we talk about the surprise announcement that you and McGregor did? Because no. I totally thought he. Ah, oh, come on. No, I don't want to talk about that. But what we can talk about. <laughs> 
Awards. <laughs> what we can talk about is uh, so the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga was released yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Have any of you played the Lego Star Wars games? No. 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 I'm very excited for this because so. I have played a bunch of the Lego games yes. on my Switch because they and usually have like sales, and I fucking love them. They're so Star fun. Wars was the first. That was the first one. And I don't remember if it was episode. It must have been episode one. It must have been the Phantom Menace. But this is the entire Skywalker saga. So one through nine. So it they are so good at putting like little nods or uh, you know cameos, fan service, shit like that, comedic moments into these games. Uh, I cannot wait to get my hands on it. I haven't. I I, I believe the Easter Bunny's bringing it for Jackson. I think. Um, mainly, not even because I want to play it, but because I want to watch him play it. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you if you're if you're in for something that's just just a fun time and sort of challenging, but as challenging as you want to make it, but you're not really looking to invest in, you know, like playing Call of Duty every day. Lego Star Wars, you you that's got to be that's got to be fifteen, twenty, thirty hours of entertainment. Yeah. That's that's kind of the way I do things with those Lego games when I like play like an intense game, um, say like an Assassin's Creed Valhalla or an Assassin's Creed Origins or an Assassin's Creed Three or an Assassin's Creed Two or an Assassin's Creed Bloodline or an Assassin's Creed One or an <laughs> Assassin's Creed Isos trilogy. Between those very different and interesting and unique games um, that are in no way similar to each other. Then I'll play one of those like Lego <laughs> games because yeah, it's it's like a fun lark. You don't you don't get time sucked into it and stuff. And I remember like hearing about that Skywalker saga like mid COVID probably, and they kept pushing it back and pushing it back. And I was like, oh come on, like I want to play this fucking thing. Yeah, it it is. Uh, I I've watched a little bit of gameplay, and it was only maybe fifteen minutes of a stream on Twitch, and I'm pretty sure of the fifteen minutes, I laughed for ten of it. Um, just at little th jokes and funny situations that they tossed in, and yeah, the uh, writing they, is really cool. Yes, very. Games. And and um, and they kind of use it in a way to like subvert. I don't want to use the phrase, uh, but I will. Like th like subvert your expectations as to like what might happen gameplay wise based on like your pre-established knowledge of characters. Yes, yes. And and they'll use that and kind of like turn the gameplay on its head a little bit and stuff, um, which is which is really cool. Like, they're interesting. Like, they're well-written. Yeah. You know, they're like the Lego movies. Like, they're well-written. They're these bizarre kind of, like, let's take this big property, um, like, this big IP, this big, like, toy thing, and, and, like, use it as a way to be kind of, like, subversive in this weird way without being, like, like too adult or something. And it, it really, I think it works so well especially with Star Wars because so many people understand that movie and and know what happens next. So every time they take that one thing like for instance the, the 10 minutes of gameplay I watched was an episode 1 sequence. It's the the duel of the fates where, you know, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are fighting Darth Maul. And so there 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 were again, maybe 15 minutes I watched, but there were so many like little jokes that they just threw in like you know, everybody knows how that fight ends, 
So how do you make it unique? Uh, well, it turns out that Qui-Gon's just inept and ends up stabbing himself with his own lightsaber after he kills Darth Maul. But it doesn't actually kill Darth Maul. Darth Maul comes back, but it's just his head carrying his lightsaber trying to trying to stab Obi-Wan. I mean, it's just, it's just funny um, in the best kind of way because, it, 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 again, it's the complete opposite of Moonfall where it never takes itself too seriously. <laughs> so... Um, back to Moonfall. That's right. Everything comes full circle. So, yeah, if you get the opportunity, um, any one of them are good. They've released... I know they did the original trilogy. I knew they did the prequel trilogy. I think one of each one of those games, but this includes all nine. Um, so it's got to be a shit ton of content. Uh, it, it's the, the Any one of the LEGO games are great, but if you're looking for a, a fun little situation, the newest one is, is LEGO Star Wars. So um, definitely worth a look-see if you're, if you're interested in it. Um, I'm stretching the news out, by the way, a little bit, because we didn't decide last week on a movie to write a sequel to. So uh, we're kind of just bullshitting our way through this one. Um, so I, I did get a bunch of news stuff uh, together. Uh, and then our media of the week, you know, talking about our picks and things like that. We can talk a little bit more in depth about it, but no script for this week because we couldn't figure one out last week. We forgot. Um, Format is still loose here, too. Don't get married. Right. Don't get that's married right. to the structure. No, it no, makes no, no. That's right. This part is more fun, I think. Anyway. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think it's, I think it's nice to draw this out a little bit. Um, all right, so I have a hot take. I have a hot take, uh -oh. and this is again, this was trending on Twitter today. So, minions, I, <laughs> minions. No, it's not good. minions. It's not minions. Aww. This, this may be more controversial. Minions <laughs> dropped this week. So, um, I let me say this, and I don't listen to them like regularly. But every once in a while, I'll toss on a nickel back out and remind myself that in truth, if we're all honest with each other, Nickelback isn't a bad band if they wouldn't have been so overplayed on the radio. There is music in that in terms of a rock band that I truly enjoy. If I never hear Photograph again, it'll be too soon. But there are several songs that, they, that, that, that remain on the album that weren't singles that are fantastic. And uh, I truly believe that Nickelback is, the, is, is one of those unfortunate victims of just stupid I, people I on the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It became trendy to say they were the worst band ever. Yes. Are there, were there worse bands? Always. There were always worse bands. Oh, but yeah. it became tr a trendy fuck thing to do to say, oh, Nickelback sucks. Oh, they're the worst. It's like they're 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 fucking milk toast, but there are worse bands for sure. You know, I think one of the things that that and, and just again listening to I, I don't I think it was Silver Side Up. Um, I listened to it, just it was on a whim. I don't even remember what spurred it, but I'm like, yeah, fuck it, fuck Nickelback. Let me listen. And um, it just it never ceases to amaze me the lyricist that Chad Kroger is. Um, he is really solid at songwriting. Even if the the music in itself doesn't necessarily support the lyrics that he's writing, he he could literally write a song about going to buy milk, and I think it would be good. You had me up to that point, Jeff. I yeah, can't go I, any further. No. I, see, I, I I like I like it. I like I I don't I don't mind. I don't. He it's wrote a, a song called "Something in Your Mouth." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying every song is good. 
That's all that I need to say as a counterpoint. Okay. I like your pants around. What? It's called something in your mouth? It's yeah. called something yes. in your mouth. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, that's a real song. <laughs> the, the, the hook at the end of the chorus is, you look so much cuter with something in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Canadian gross-ass dick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and we are uniquely positioned to discuss Nickelback because... Foreman and I's graduation song was fucking photographed. If that's nice. the internet. We did not choose that song. That song was chosen no. for us. But who chose it? Was it senior cabinet? Or I think it's the yearbook so, committee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was in senior cabinet, and we had to choose the senior song. I don't even remember what it was. Here's it was probably the, the vitamin C song. Oh god. Oh, you know what? It was. It was probably either "Here's to the Night" or fucking um, "Good Riddance." Everybody does good riddance. It's, yeah, it's, that's if it's if it's not something really unique, then it's good riddance. I just what yeah. Just my my senior song was by Green Day. Good riddance. You people say it's called time of your life, but it's good riddance. <laughs> oh, it's time for supper. <laughs> I have to go post vaccine stuff on Facebook. <laughs> Take my nitroglycerin. <laughs> this this banana pudding is on fleek. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, I don't. I I don't. I honestly don't know any Nickelback songs other than like the two that I've heard. So I I can't. The Spider-Man song was that Nickelback? Yes, that it was. was. Hero. Yeah. That song. Have you ever wondered what the summer of 2002 sounded like? That's what it I, sounded. Like. I was gonna say that reminds me so much of like air-conditioned rooms. And yes. Like <laughs> yes. Just like uh, "Kiss from a Rose" is what the summer of 1995. Oh my god. Like. Yeah. You know, my, my dream, if I ever win the lottery, if I ever hit it, uh, it's been my dream since I was in high school. And you guys have probably all heard this, but I'm still very much, my plan is to build a scale, re or not scale replica, a full scale replica of the Batman Forever Batcave somewhere. I want <laughs> it. Say, I, I want it. Full size replica of Seal. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Just summon him. standing in your living room. No. Summon him like a tulpa or a golem. <laughs> What am I doing here? How did I get here? It <laughs> <laughs> just falls over. No, 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 no. No, Batman Forever uh, 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 Batcave. I'm, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. You That's going to be funny a thing. About Batman Forever, there's a, there's a friend of uh, Molinock and I's that, that posted something on Facebook that reminded me of our conversation that we had last week where he uh, posted a video that, that was saying, like, Batman Forever is actually a misunderstood and I was it's like, not. man, we're, a, we're ahead of the curve. We were talking about that last week. Look at us. <laughs> it's not that specifically. Yeah, that one's not. It's not a misunderstood <sighs> classic. It's, yeah. It isn't as bad as I think people make it out to be, but it is, it's not good. It's not I, good. I, I put it over Batman Returns. I, ooh, ooh. Really? Ooh. Yeah. I fucking hate Batman Returns. I can't Whoa. do it. I can't do it. <laughs> what? Listen. Fuck 
you. We are off the fucking rails now. Like, Fuck here's the you. thing. What do you mean? Here's the thing, all right? That's not a Batman movie. That's a Tim Burton fucking masturbation. Oh, for Christ's sake. From start to finish, it's just let's give Tim Burton a fucking carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wants. And I can't do it. I cannot get behind that movie anymore. It is completely just because of everything Tim Burton has done after and how much I can't fucking stand him now. Can I can't I, watch that movie. I just can't. So you know what's really funny? Batman Forever takes the second position in my book. Something that is constantly burned in my head from childhood uh, when because of Batman Returns, and I think about it every time I like see that movie or hear about the movie, is my we went to see Batman Returns when it came out in theaters because my dad was really wanted to see it, like more than like me and my sister did. My dad was like huge into Tim Burton, yeah. loved the Tim Burton Batman, like loved it. And we went to see Batman Returns, and on the way home, my parents got into a fight, and we went to McDonald's to get food because like we were all hungry and cranky. We went to the drive-thru, and the guy gave us the food. I'll never forget this. The guy gave us the food and was like, all right, there, here you go. There's your food. Have a nice day. And my dad goes, have a nice day. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's, it's funny that we're bringing up the, the ranking of Batman movies because I actually did this in Discord last week after I watched the Batman um, and, and we kind of got into a discussion about it in Discord, and I, I wrote down kind of like what my rankings were, and I, by the way, do not put forever above returns, but they are right next to each other. Um, Ooh. like, so that's, it. I, it's close in my book, but, um, I put it as, I, I started with the Dark Knight being my number one, and that's mainly because of Heath Ledger, um, and then Keaton's Batman, uh, the original, 89, Batman Begins, uh, the batman the one that's out right now um returns forever rises batman versus superman 1966 batman batman and robin and justice league i i i i can see where malinok is coming from i i feel like batman returns is is a great catwoman movie um, but I don't really have any complaints about that because I think that that uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's like Catwoman performance is like maybe one of the best comic book movie, like I wouldn't even say villain. It's like one of the best comic book movie performances for me. Like her freakout scene in her apartment, like is legendary. That shit rules. I watch that all the time. <laughs> I like seeing women in distress. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sound clip. She's a, she's, a, she's a great crier. She's a great crier. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, uh, what, let me, in all honesty, when was the last time that you've seen Batman Returns? Returns? Maybe a year or so ago. A year or so ago. Yeah, not all, not all that long ago. Yeah, not everybody, all that long ago. Everybody shits on Schumacher for goofy stuff, but nobody gives Burton shit for the rocket the rock'em sock'em jetpack oh, penguins don't, at the end again, of that. Again, don't get movie. me wrong. Like if you if you listen to my rankings <laughs> and the fact that Batman just kills people left, I mean, just oh, fucking he is a cold yeah. he, he murders a lot of people. Movie. And really, in 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 eighty nine too, like he kills people and yeah. like multiple people in that movie. 
it's not even like that workaround where it's like I don't have to kill you, but I don't have to let you live or whatever. Yeah, you know, yes. it's just literally I am going to set you on <laughs> His, fire. I mean, and throw you I'm going to yeah. throw a grenade into a manhole so it will blow <laughs> you to pieces. <laughs> His 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 Batwing actually had machine guns on it, right, yeah. and he tried to shoot the Joker with said bullets. machine guns. He tried to use a gun. They, we don't know that they weren't rubber bullets. I, I don't know. I'm just there, there's a part in Dark Knight Returns where he says something like "rubber bullets, honest," and the uh, you know the tank version of the Batmobile. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, of course, yeah. the midway point. Um, I don't know how I feel about. I that mean, movie. listen, I I respect your opinion more than you respect mine like about it. minions. <laughs> I got nothing against minions. I just like saying the word minions. Um, uh, no, but um, Tim Burton had a really good point. That's what I was trying to remember. He had a really good point about you know because everybody subsequently you know he's picked up some shit for being like you know making ba- turning Batman into Murder Man. And just not completely tossing that aspect of the of the character out the window, and I I want to say it was an interview back when they were doing Batman Returns. It could have been a little bit earlier, but he said like like his, the logic was if Batman doesn't kill anybody on screen, you're not going to take him as seriously. And that made me think of like yeah, because the Red Letter Media thing points out that like. Indiana Jones in the original three movies is way more dangerous and cool because he kills people as compared to Indiana Jones in the Crystal Skull who kills nobody. I mean, one of the most badass scenes from Indiana Jones is the sword scene where he just shoots the guy. It's not even like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fight you. And no, there was never a chance. That dude just got flat out shot in the chest and that was the end of his life. Yep. Yep. I mean, he was a little threatening from, I guess, 25 feet away, but Indy was just kind of like, nah, bro. Here, let me let me show you what a 32 caliber round looks like. Like, I I don't know. I I I don't know. I, I don't I don't find returns. Jimmy, let me show you what chimichanga food poisoning looks like. <laughs> I don't I don't you know think how hard it is to get a fucking chimichanga in Tunisia. I have too much donair. Now I'm shitting myself. <laughs> He works around the clock. He doesn't have time for a long drawn out fight <laughs> sequence. He doesn't have time to wear anything but a t shirt. <laughs> he already works around the clock. What a, what a great, just the best. Part time. <laughs> Part time. Uh, what else do we have around here? Oh, um, oh, back the, to me. The, the Kenobi. Oh, <sighs> what's the no. Kenobi? Oh God, no, no, no! I'm I'm not going down a rabbit hole. I, they they put out Disney Plus put out a, a a commercial with Ewan McGregor, where he literally says, "I want to apologize because Obi Wan will be delayed by two days, but you'll be getting two new episodes instead of one on the Friday May. Who gives a fuck? Like, it's uh, like that's I, the I, news. I, that's yes. the news. They 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 had him do a commercial for it, and it was on. It, they put it on YouTube. I, I honestly, for a second, I'm, I thought, is this some sort of, like, weird prank where he's going to be like, the show's canceled. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I'd love it if that was. A beetle. <laughs> I've got a blue lightsaber. I'm sorry. I yeah. love that that was the new. I thought it was, like, 
oh, do you know that like Darth Vader has a twin brother or something? No, no, nothing. Nothing. Nothing remotely as fun as that. (laughs) (laughs) Like like if there were a puppet Obi Wan Kenobi, that's kind of what he would sound like. In 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 Obi yeah, as Obi Wan Kenobi, absolutely, yeah. But anyway, that's all I wanted to say. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Okay, good, good. Um, so uh, back to some some rock and roll news. Um, it is worth mentioning that Phil Collins finished the final tour with Genesis. Um, we had mentioned him not doing so hot in terms of his physical health. Uh, I think that was, wow, Christ, that was early, early in the episodes. Um, but yeah, shout out to Phil Collins for a storied career if he is able to continue making music and I, I i you know i truly hope that anyone who has a career like him can continue to make whatever art they feel is is appropriate but uh i know that he is in rough shape with his back all those years of playing drums the way that he did so uh but yeah they uh they wrapped up their last their last show i think it was night before last or maybe even a little couple days before that but uh and it sounds like he's gonna kind of take a step back, try and get his, uh, his himself all situated before he does a final tour as Phil Collins. Again, so. I wish I had known that this that because the, they came through our area not they long did. ago. They did. Yeah, I they were I they were just here. What three, four? It was right before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I wish I would have known. It's it's almost like it's almost like advertising that like record companies don't pay for advertising anymore. I just I don't. I don't hear about shit until literally like, oh, did you hear that Genesis was here last week? When the fuck did, when did that happen? Like, I was just telling Foreman, like, Megadeth is coming in May to mm-hmm. the Peterson Event Center, and like, I just found out about it. I had no um, idea that was happening. Who, who, wait, I, who is? I'm sorry. Megadeth and a couple oh. other people, a couple other bands too. But I, yeah. Oh Megadeth. yeah. Um, it's that's like a really good tour. <laughs> yeah. Hold, yeah, hold on, I gotta pick up the rest of the other band. Is it Slipknot? Is Slipknot with them? I don't know. Slipknot's um, a good maybe. live show. It's Peterson Event Center, which is a terrifying venue, but it's I it's I like the way it sounds. I saw a tool there once with Ozzy, and it was oh Lamb of God. Yeah, well, oh, Megadeth and Lamb of yeah. God. Yeah, that's a show. That's I, the, as soon as I heard it, I'm like, oh, it, it Peterson in that little small ass arena. Hell yeah. Can you still get tickets for that? I'm it is 100 percent still available. I think we should do that. Yes, we should do that. I'm looking right now. I get paid Friday. When do the tickets go on sale? <laughs> they are on sale right now. I'm I, sure they're on sale. That now. said, listen, it is it is Monday, May 9th at 6 p.m. I cannot go to that. Uh, <laughs> I cannot, suck. Go, I cannot go to that. I cannot go to that. I definitely have to work on the tenth, and uh, that will be at uh, six a.m. So I, that's oh, no. damn it. That, that'll be after my schedule reverts back to night shift. I can't go either. Yeah, that sucks. That I'd sucks. Have take, I'd have to take a vacation day. Um, yeah, I'm saving all those, so I'm definitely not going to that. That is going to be a really good show, though. Really good show. Um. Foreman, text me after this. I'll see if I can work something out. I'd there like you go. To go. Okay. There I, you go. I have not seen Megadeth, and I want to see them before Dave dies. So. Jeez, that's dark. Just 
right off. That is hey story. man, hey man, I don't, I don't. Nothing is guaranteed. Fucking, <clears throat> fucking nothing. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree. I'm just saying, fuck's sake. He's up there. He's had cancer recently. He he beat it, but I mean, yeah, you know. And not to mention the several decades of heavy drug, drug abuse. Even. Yeah. <laughs> Drugs. Looks wow. like they're going to be 56 bucks a piece plus fees. That's not for bad. No, decent that's not seats. bad. You want to sit in the nosebleeds, I'm sure it's cheaper. Yeah, 36 bucks. So, story time real quick. I'm not I'm not going to divert here too long here, Jeff. That's but, fine. You're good, man. Um Foreman and I are both well, we were Sturgill Simpson fans and went to I'm see still him. a Sturgill Simpson fan. I love those first couple of albums, I'm just but teasing. I'm just teasing. I still yeah. love them too. But uh, time has passed. The wound has healed. We went to see him <laughs> at Peterson Event Center. And for anybody that knows, Sergio Simpson does, like, old-time kind of, like, outlaw yeah. country. Like, like that was kind of what he built his... Did. Past built, tense. Right, past tense. That's what he built his name on. And uh, honest to God, he, he went up and, in Foreman's words, cosplayed as Jimmy Page for two and a half hours. He did. Whoa. Like, he, he he was dressed in the Madison Square Garden Led Zeppelin outfit, like the black dragon bodysuit, basically. Mm-hmm. What? And uh, had a Les Paul and a and a ear crushingly loud guy on organs and drums, and just just wanked off for literally two and a half hours because yeah. that's what he wanted to do. Like played none of his acoustic driving outlaw country stuff at all. He did like just, a medley. Yeah, about it was like what, three quarters of the way through the show. Yeah, yeah. Is, where he just mixed he... together like five or six of his biggest songs, and then so yeah. was he playing like newer music, or was he just <laughs> he was literally just, just having a just, blast, just fucking soloing on a guitar, literally what? just a wank fest. For, I, I shit rem- you not, it was a wank fest for two and a half hours. I remember you people, talking. people fucking got up and left. What? Yeah. Forty minutes yeah. into the show. We were in the that place was a ghost town by the end of that show. It was. Oh we were we were in the fucking nosebleeds, and like halfway through the show, we just walked down to the fucking four seats and sat down and watched the show. Are you serious? It was that empty. People were like, "Fuck this." Yeah, no, no shit. Like the Tyler Children is it? What's his name? Tyler Children. I believe it was Tyler Children's. He killed it. He was good. He was the opening act, and then Sergio Simpson came out and decided to do a Led Zeppelin cosplay act for. That's <laughs> that's nuts. Hey, real quick, it I'm sorry. Was, I don't. I don't want to interrupt. Johnny, the darkness is playing at Jurgles. I saw that. I saw Jurgles. that too, God damn it. I, like you could get right week. up in you could get in Justin Hawkins' balls like you'd be so close. Um, it's, it's legit. It's it's on the sixteenth. Yeah. It's the Saturday before Easter. I saw in Jurgles? Yeah, it's there playing. At Jurgles. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we I'm, could get I'm, we could still get floor seats for that Megadeth show for fifty six dollars each, right next to where they have the sound mixer set up. In their actual seats. Yeah, but you're not going to be using the seats. True. Let me... You're going to be on your feet fucking rocking, dude. Let me do some uh, Let me do some checking. I'll, I'll, <laughs> check, I'll check my schedule tomorrow. I'll see what kind of vacation time I'm looking at. Worst comes to worst, I could probably just take a half day or something. Mm-hmm. Um. Cause I I gotta see Megadeth. They're one of the bands that I love that I I haven't got to see live yet. So they are worth the trip, very much so. Let me tell you. Plus, Lamb of God's gonna be solid too. That like that's just that that's a Lamb really of good awesome. concert. I would I'm excited to see Lamb of God. I have not seen them live. Megadeth I'd be I've more seen. excited. Be more excited to see Goat of <laughs> Satan. 
I would too. <laughs> but that never went any further than the A concept, concept did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sitting here looking at uh looking at shows coming through town now. There's there's all kinds of really good shit coming up this summer. And I'm it's only like in like May. The the hopefully <clears throat> post COVID floodgates yeah. have opened and yeah. we're gonna get a lot of good shows now. Wow. I mean it's it's really it's really gonna pick up here in the next uh I would say next six weeks. Anyway, um so uh what's our what are we at on time right now? So we are at an hour. So let's go ahead and do let's do it do this next segment here. So <clears throat> this is the uh the media of the week section where we kind of give our thoughts on uh what uh what you know Basically, our real, pick. Sorry, I got quick. distracted. I, 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 somebody sent me a picture, and it's all fucked up. Go ahead. You do it. Let me <laughs> gather myself. <laughs> um, the other two bands that are playing at that show are Trivium and In Flames. I like Ooh. Trivium. I like Trivium. Trivium as well. I have a couple Trivium albums. They're good. I've never heard much of In Flames. Neither have I. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. Everything's fine. Okay. That's all I want oh, to say. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Um... So this this segment is where we where, where we give our picks based on a certain criteria. Uh, you know, we basically ask a question, uh, and we ask each of us what uh, what film, movie, or uh, album, book, whatever, any piece of media, um, you know, that, that would qualify under the the criteria. This week, the the question I came up with was, what would be your last meal? "Quote unquote" uh, of media. If you could pick, what would be just that one last movie, game, album, book, whatever? What what would you what would you consume last uh, if if you knew it was going to be your last? So like a death row media thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yes, not okay. to be confused with death row records. I mean, choosing something from Death Row Records wouldn't necessarily be the worst idea in the world. <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm. Good picks there. And you can reach back, you know what I mean? If you would want to do something unique, I would say that could be included in the rules. Are we dying right after? Immediately. Are we yeah, dying yeah, immediately yeah. after? Credits end and you're that's it. You okay. might get your meal during the during the film or whatever. So I'm strapped okay. up to the bench and the needles in me. While <laughs> you can I'm watching, watch something, reading, yes. listening, or listen. Or yes, yeah, sure. Okay, you ready? I think so, yeah. Lead us off, Foreman. I'm going to go with the Big Lebowski. Mm. Because Ooh. if I have to die, I want to die happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that movie is never fails. That is a complete fail-safe comedy classic that always puts me in a good mood. So if I have to go out, I'm going out after watching the Big Lebowski. Nice. If you got to go, <clears throat> go with a smile. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's just lighting him up with bullets, fucking sticking dogs on him, ripping his face off. Mm. 
I'll go. Um, I'll go with. Hmm, I'll go with an album. Um, it's like one of my favorite albums. It's weird because it's one of my favorite albums. It, it, it's it's a band I really love. I wouldn't necessarily call them like a top five band of mine, but but they made one of my favorite albums um, ever that I still that I still listen to. Sorry. Um, and I am gonna go with an album called Moon Safari by this um French duo called Air. You might be Air worked a lot with Sofia Coppola um on her films, but but they were a band in their own right, and they're uh, they're very electronicy and very soundscapey and kind of like um chill, cool grooves that you just kind of want to like chill out with and like just kind of just like flow over you i think that would be kind of cool to have that play right before they am i being hanged (laughs) you get to choose i didn't really i didn't want to get into get into the the method you know (laughs) that's a good conversation that is a good conversation everybody's choosing going back i want the electric chair You know, no, it's funny. I, it's funny you bring up the electric chair because I just watched the Green Mile this week oh. uh, for the first time in a long ass time. Uh, yeah. Man, I don't like that movie. <laughs> I love that I, movie. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It makes me very uncomfortable. Okay, so you don't let you don't think it's a bad movie. It, you just find no. It I, I think I think I think artistically it's fantastic. It's I just it's not one that I'm comfortable watching. A tough watch. I get you. Yeah. I get you. Like comparatively, like if you're giving me a prison movie, like I, I'll watch Shawshank any day of the week. I just can't do the Green Mile. I can't do it. I want the electric chair with the dry sponge, so everybody else is miserable too. Oh my god! Oh, for they have sake. to sit there and deal with that. And oh, we're back god. off the rails. Holy <laughs> fuck! Jesus. I was just gonna say, if Foreman could have a functional electric chair in his living room, he would. <laughs> I probably would. That's a. I, Hell of a conversation piece. Melinoc, <laughs> do you have an answer? Get I'm still worried. Yeah, this thing killed like four innocent people. I'm still, I'm st- <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? Um, so I, I see what they get I'll away with you. in Tennessee. Okay. <laughs> it still has scratches in the armrest. <laughs> I found a fingernail. <laughs> it was in use in Florida until last year. There's some uh, states where it's still an option. Yeah, it's, oh. yes. Um, I'll give my I'll give my answer. So uh, I think I think for me, um, I would want to go to a comfort place. So I think I would probably go with Ghostbusters. Hmm. I would want that old school nostalgia. But if I could. If if I was given the option to see it any way I wanted, I would I would want to see it on the big screen. Mm. Like I would want to watch I would want to watch it in theaters. You're talking about Ghost, given You're talking about Ghostbusters 2016 parentheticals that answer one. the call, right? That one, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I can hear queef jokes. Yes. Yep. Mm. That's the one. It's a, it also doubles as your method of execution. <laughs> <laughs> You just have to sit there and watch it on loop until you die. Oh, <laughs> man. Ironically, it only takes two queuings. <laughs> <laughs>
it's like the ring. They just cut to a shot of Jeff sitting in the movie theater <laughs> chair. His face is yeah. all distorted. Yeah, stretch face like his. You know, <laughs> no, it just it just down. melts like uh, <laughs> like lo- yeah, like Lost Ark. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> eyeballs just fall out. Do we? Uh, um, never mind. I'll ask this later. <laughs> I don't know um, why I was going to ask it now. <laughs> I was getting ahead of myself in the segments, I think. Melina, you got nothing, huh? You don't know what your you what album would you listen to? Like it, you well, know. I, I got a movie and an album. Okay, let's go. Let's hear it. Um, uh, so my album would be, and I don't care if this is a cliche. It's just it's an album that makes me feel happy about endings, which is not easy to do because I hate endings. Um, but Abbey Road would be my my you're you're about mm-hmm. to die album um and the movie would be big trouble in little china because have nice. you paid your dues nice yet? um and then, and then i would say firing squad i've i've thought about this some more <laughs> and firing squad is the way to go i think that's a good call okay that was I darker went, than I what went, i thought it was going to be if i'm going to be honest I went through a weird phase where I would just watch the final execution scene from Stanley Kubrick's Paths of Glory for some reason. <laughs> Holy shit. Good movie. Oh good movie. I won't watch the whole one. I'll just watch the end scene where they get executed. That's like saying <laughs> we're in a dark place. Yeah. It's like, I don't really well, want to yeah. watch. I don't want to watch Valkyrie. I just want to watch Tom Cruise get shot to death at the end. <laughs> like, not really into the whole Saving Private Ryan. I just want to see Omaha Beach. Yeah. Just <laughs> on, on loop. Yeah. Oh my god. That uh okay. All right. If you made it this far, if you've made it this far, if you made it through that last segment, uh you've reached the end. Congratulations. <laughs> you um, completed a great game. Uh, <laughs> the justice of our culture. Approved. We hope so so much that you'll join us next week uh for for episode uh I don't even know what was it 14? 14. No wonder this was episode 13. That's that's why. That's why this ended so badly. So the Holy question fuck. I was, the question I was going to ask is is we we appear uh, it seems that we have some new listeners. Um, no, we don't, don't anymore. Don't <laughs> yeah, we used to. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I was going to say, hey, listeners, tell us what, tell us what you want us to, uh, what movie you want us to fuck around with next week. And I realized, how oh, are they going to tell us? Right we yeah, don't we have don't have minions know. t-shirts yet. No, we well, you can. Them. You can reach us. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter if you want. Um, it's at the J effect. You can tweet me directly if you'd like. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But uh, I mean, I'm always down to hear listener feedback. Yeah. Boy, this was uh, this was a tough one. This is, I I regret choosing that as the media of the week. Now, uh, whenever I was driving here and thinking of a question, I was like, you know what? That would be. I wonder what that. I wonder what that. Because I I think I know what I would pick. But uh, Jesus, that um, yeah, it took a Down took a right hand turn. Uh, hey, listen, death is coming for all of us, so we got to mm-hmm. make fun of it. All That's right. right. <laughs> um, it's all just a slow march to oblivion, death. Let's let's end on let's end on a good note, and uh, <laughs> this will really only affect uh, those of us in the the greater Pittsburgh area. Uh, sorry, DeCarlo. Although you will be in town here shortly, so yeah. you know maybe um, Kennywood. Opens on uh, April, I think it's 16th or 17th. I wrote it down here. What does that say? Uh, 17th. So 
yet another sign that summer is right around the corner. Uh, if you aren't aren't familiar with what Kennywood is, it is a uh, an amusement park here in the greater Pittsburgh area. Uh, this is its 125th season in operation. 125 years for Kennywood. So, uh, Kennywood is open, or will be, anyway, in the uh, in the next 10 days. To end on a positive note. And uh, I promise that next week we will have a better uh, Media of the Week segment that doesn't involve so much death. Um, we'll try and go the entire, uh, you know, 75, 80 minutes without mentioning a firing squad or a hanging. Um, <laughs> no guarantees. We can't make the any first, promises. The, the first well, thing I'm I did just about the I, did, <laughs> I did just read about Kevin Smith's new movie, so next week we might have to talk about more. <laughs> oh, no. oh God, maybe we will talk about hanging. Oh, you mean Jane Silent Bob Five or wasn't he trying to make Clerks? Yeah, he was trying to go. He was trying to do Clerks. Isn't it would be Clerks Three, right? This, I mean, this is this is a new one. This is a new one. Oh, an original. Guess guess how you're gonna watch it, everybody. Oh no. Netflix. It's an NFT. No, oh. that means I won't be watching it. <laughs> you mean I, to be honest, I wasn't gonna watch it anyway. But yeah, yeah. Yikes. Yeah, that's that's something Kevin Smith would do. That's exactly mm. what Kevin Smith would do. Yeah, because no theaters want to book his weird movies and no streaming service wants them either. He turned Justin Long into a walrus. He did. He did. That happened. That happened. All right, everybody. Thank you very thank you very much for joining us. Uh, does anybody have any final thoughts that they wanna they wanna throw in there? Montour, you're at the top of my list. Anything for the the, the folks at home? Listen. <laughs> Listen, listeners, if, if you know what, if you want the rainbow, you have to put up with the rain. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, trust us. Next week will be better. I don't know what happened. I, it was a normal day. Um, the first so, hour of this was, was completely normal. It was completely. It's my fault. I, I blame myself. I wrote the question. It's not, it's not your fault. Don't blame yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh man. Well, I I don't know. I I've I've heard. Uh, my final thoughts is that I I've heard rumblings from from a Mr. Jeff Adams that we're getting some new listens and some new people uh, are checking out the podcast. So thank you so much. Uh, it means a lot. Um, hopefully, you can tell your friends. Um, you know, tell your mommies and your daddies and uh, your boyfriends and girlfriends and everyone in between um to check us out because we really like doing this it's really fun um and we're glad that uh there are new people out there that are having fun with us so thank you yay yeah indeed yeah i concur yes yes to all of that all right foreman is that your final thought as well just a just a solid yes backup yeah and i'm gonna throw a fun fact in there you know it was common practice when people were going to the electric chair to pack their anus with cotton so they would not void themselves in the chair and make the experience even more unpleasant for the witnesses. Oh, oh, wow. Oh. That's it. Have a nice week. <laughs> and
hand done. <laughs> don't don't put that in your mouth. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh Johnny? I don't put that in your mouth. I'm done. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Um in retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, my my final thoughts are to uh, so don't don't drink Pepsi Nitro, (laughs) and don't especially don't drink it while you're watching Moonfall, (laughs) and that's that's how I'm gonna wrap it up. as always, everyone, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate you. Uh, there are some new people out there that are that are that are tuning in, um, and we we really do appreciate you. Uh, we frankly, I think we would do this whether you were here or not. But making knowing that you are here makes it just that that little bit better. That we are not just entertaining ourselves for this hour and a half that we do this. So uh, we appreciate you. Thanks for spending some time with us. Uh, we'll be back again next week, and uh, until then. Be nice to each other. Call your mom, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. <laughs>